you're about to listen to our program Eng. We don't know why, however we are grateful you chose to. We do wish to inform you that the views, opinions and overall morality, do not necessarily reflect those of the station, interview guests, sponsors or musical entities. If you should choose to continue, and we sincerely hope that you do. Just know, we tried to advise you against these actions and we are not responsible for any damage done to your sanity, morals or ideals. Thank you. Here comes the terrible siren. wasn't supposed to happen. What? There was supposed to be an intro. Oh. Your intro isn't in? We're going to have to do it live. I moved a lot of stuff around this week, and uh, it might have lost where the stuff was. Here is hoping that all the music plays the right way. It's going to be a fun show, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. It's going to be a show. The intro's going to hit on the first break. And we're <laughs> off. Flop. <laughs> they, no, they they straight up like just disappeared from the playlist. Like beautiful, it, it went to them, and then it was like, no, no, we're good. So, <laughs> hi everybody, you're listening to the Cult of Odd with your friendly neighborhood cult leader Odd and the rest of the Cult of Odd crew, Ace oh. and Corey. First time in a while that we've all been. Oh yeah, you're doing it. <laughs> He's got to have the horn. One of us. One of us. Oh, well. good. Yeah, there was supposed to be a disclaimer and an intro. By the way, anything that we say tonight does not reflect any... uh, uh, Something about mental illness. Responsibility. We got mental illness, and if you catch some, it's not our fault. Uh, On the network... Uh, the sponsors, the artists, or really anyone else. We're we're absolving everyone, including ourselves, of any wrongdoings. And good news for you. Allegedly. If you stay to the end, uh, you will get to hear the Suicide Prevention Hotline <laughs> yeah. pop up Every just week. for you. <laughs> Every week, just for yeah. you. By the time you're done with us, you'll probably need to talk to somebody. Just not us. <laughs> we don't help. All right. So tonight's show is all going to be about TV that we've been watching or excited for, things that we've seen, things that we want to see. Um, we're also, at. I, I want to talk about it at, right at the top here. So, I watch TV. Um, you saw the news, right? The, the Supreme Court has 
declared that the money that uh, is given to politicians after campaigning and the election is considered free speech. Correct? That that's sure. that's what they've said. They say a lot of stupid shit. What does that mean? Is that like right now? Officially? Yeah. However, Basically. Okay. Nobody's going to prosecute him anyway. So no. What difference does it make? And you know what this is? This is my money, my vote, right? This is basically what we've been saying. They just took it and ran with it. So let me ask you this. If money is now considered a form of free speech, taxes is definitely illegal now. Yeah, because that's anti-free speech. Yeah. We need a lawyer. Let <laughs> me call Jeffrey Feiger. No, no. I want to put this idea out there. I want people to start thinking about this. Because if this is what's going to happen, you need to... What we say is the only way to, to affect change is to talk about things, right? Right. There are ideas and thoughts that I come up with uh, uh, about our country and about our government and our economy and how things could or should be run that I don't say. For the simple fucking fact that there... I see the danger to the ideas that are there, and I just don't want to be the one that puts it out into the world. Oh, I'll do it. Oh, come on. <laughs> However, I don't care. this one specifically, if they are going to say that the money that corporations give to politicians after they campaign and after the election, so basically they can just keep shoving money into the politicians' pockets. After people gave up the... And, and they didn't even argue it. They gave a bill to the Congress that says that water is not a right; it's a it's a commodity. 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 Whatever. And you can own it, and you don't have rights to it. So, why would they pass a bill like that? If everybody didn't squawk about that, they're going to squawk about this. They, ain't gonna, they don't care. We need another Pocahontas. We need to remind people that you can own the earth and still all you'll own is earth. Look at the gas. It's up to what? $6 a gallon almost? And has anybody actually done anything about it? No, they're just sitting reporting on it, talking about it, how terrible it is. 60% of the population disapprove. No shit. <laughs> well, do something about it. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. Get him out of there. Not cost effective for them. Yeah. The, and and that's the problem. They're all crooked. The justice system's crooked. The whole thing is a big giant rotten fish. Well, I'm all for saying the taxes is now illegal. So put that out there. Say that as much as possible. Call your congressmen. Call your senators. Fucking start making noise. Get on the news. Act a fool carrying that message because that needs to get out there. Let's make I, a flag. Hold up a sign. <laughs> Let's pick it somebody. Big middle fig- finger with the word taxes tattooed <laughs> up it. Put it right next to our sanitation station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> I saw someone else who had their own flag this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I pick Corey up and take him to work so he can get there reliably. On my way to his house... To pick him up, I passed by a guy that had a flagpole and had the American flag flying. Underneath it was a yellow flag with an AR-15. Hey, I like that guy. It yeah. said, come get some. <laughs> so, apparently you can get your own flag. Yeah, you can have it, man. <laughs> yep, I'm going to get a white one with a big white star. Just wave it everywhere. I surrender. <laughs> <laughs> I just give up. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is... is um, you look so serious. This, this must be important. It is. It yeah. always is. Your father. My father. 
You're a father. I'm a father. Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, God, this is going to go well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. When your daughter was in fifth or sixth grade, if someone pulled up offering to give her a ride home that she didn't know... I'd shoot him. Okay. What if this isn't the first time that this has happened for this particular school? And what if it was possibly a teacher at said school? What would you do? Well, I'd go back down to the target range and practice some more because if I missed him the first time, I wouldn't have missed him the second or third time. There is an issue going on that I am aware of, and I can't say a lot about, but if you watch my personal Facebook wall, you will have seen something about it. There is an issue that some of the moms have been having with the school district in the area. In three weeks, they've had just as many sexual assault or sexual harassment issues. And then they have this teacher. (laughs) Now, the girl that this happened to, after it happened, she was called into the office and told not to talk about it. Because they didn't want to hurt the teacher's reputation. So. And then the teacher did it again, evidently. Not as of yet, but this has all been playing out over the course of the last two weeks. Small world. Um, I know somebody personally affected by this. Uh, I'm not going to obviously put their story out because it's their story, not mine. Um, And this was when I was at my last job that I heard about it. Uh, you so notice I'm not saying the school district, but it is local. Yeah, it's I'm been going sure. on for a while, and there are legal actions being taken and things like that that I, I know for sure well, are in the process. Um, but Nobody's for the school to the take law. that stance to, to, to pull a child aside and be Yeah, like, they don't you know, say nothing. That you. makes them guilty by association. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, that means they knew. Yeah. They know what's going on. Now they're trying to cover it up to save their own asses. I, uh... That That's should be surprising. an instant dismissal upon once again. Somebody needs to clean whatever, the system, you know. Yeah. In the coming weeks, I may be able to say more. Um, yeah, you don't want to get in the middle when, of that. When I was uh, graduating, um, we had a teacher do that with a high schooler. There's always creepy teachers. And, it always has been. And she lost her job. because yeah, he I, bragged about it. I've I've had uh, one or two uh, stories at the the high school I went to, which. I'm sure all schools do. All right. We had our fair share of them when I went to school. So you know how you went to school with ugly teachers, and now there's like more cuter ones, right? Don't. Don't go bragging. I get it. Like, wow, cool. Fuck yeah, bud. Way to go. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's the altar boy stance. Like, <laughs> Just don't say anything. Just don't brag. Me, a friend of mine and I, uh, who was a teacher... <laughs> at the school that happened, oh, good lord! Was like, <laughs> was like teachers are hanging come out on, well. dude. Shut <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up! Shut the fuck up! Like, be grateful that you got what you got, <laughs> and, move and, and on. leave it at that. Yeah, don't go to school like guess what? <laughs> See, it, it's it's so strange too because that's the stance we have. We, we if it was the boy getting to nail the hot teacher, female teacher. At a boy. Now, okay, so I'm not yeah. saying. But this if it's for, the male teacher trying to, yeah, I'm not saying this for an adolescent though. You know, kid was 18 ish, 
That ish is the difference know, between twenty years and getting off. Well, okay. So here's the thing: you also have to realize there's there's two different rules that you need to abide by. And One I is the position a, of power thing. Yeah, that's the other yeah. the position of power. You have the the age of consent, which is you know, seventeen, I think, here in Michigan. Sixteen. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know it. I'm worried that you do. Okay. Um. So anyways, there's the age of consent, but then, yeah, the position of power thing. Because even when you're like 19, 20, 21 years old, if you're in college, it's still very much frowned upon for uh, student-faculty fraternization. Right. Which is what they call it. It's basically, they don't want the teachers fucking the students. Right. Um, so, yeah, there, there's that position of power thing, too, but... I, I don't know, man. Like it, it bothers me because like I, I've been hearing the stories as this has been unfolding, and you know the 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 fact that the the other three incidences of sexual assault or sexual harassment because it's essentially one and the same. They just get called the same at this point. Um, were done by students, and the school was covering it up as well. Yeah, they shouldn't be covering nothing. Else. No, you need to fucking step in and. Because like, this yeah. is how but, problems start. You know, that shit's been going on for years and years and years. Who just said rule one? Don't fuck your students. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got to be in that teacher's guide somewhere. You would think. Uh, I want to say hi to Mr. Brown, Kraith, Hootis, uh, Banana Man, and everyone else that's listening. Uh, say my name. Yeah. Say huh. my name. Okay, so Corey is in the chat. <laughs> he is no daddy, go daddy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, the intro got Say messed it. up. Wasn't sure if my Say shout out was there or not. So... <laughs> Say my name. Say my name now. Do it now. <laughs> I feel so validated now. Do you? Uh, okay. I've been for like four years. That's all we're here for. It's your validation. I yep. appreciate that, bud. Um. If you've been paying attention to the uh, Call to Vod Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram, you have seen that we've got two new designs. Uh, well, actually, technically not two new designs. Okay. So one is a new product. We have hats that uh, have the In Odd We Trust image on it. And then on the side, it has the new design that went up, which is the the box, the minimalist design box that has the, it spells out Call to Vod in it in uh, three by three. So, uh but yeah, the hat has actually that back here on it, uh, small. So I I know you can see back here, but I don't know. <laughs> fucking look at the hat. The, the link. Dude, that new hat is it looks yeah. dope. And I know we were talking about how it'd be so much cooler if it was embroidered. Yeah. But man, even without it, yeah, it's cool. I couldn't I'm, even. I, think I need of, a new hat. I I couldn't even think of too like how to to promote the damn thing. So you got stupid shit from me and like cool hat is cool. <laughs> and then this morning <laughs> look how cool my cool hat I was is. half awake and I shared it again this morning I said hat hat is hat <laughs> really stuck the with hat, the hat. there bud the yeah. cool cool hat hat yeah. <laughs> hat hat is hat I think uh, later tonight I'll do it one more time and it'll just be hat 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 <laughs> cool <laughs> do 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 <laughs> uh, we have sold quite a bit of merch this week so thank you for everyone that has uh, purchased merch um, I did fix the Patreon thing for this week, so Mr. Brown is properly represented. Cool. Um, and this week has been busy. Like, I had an uh, interview with uh, John Hoffman from Fusion Marketing 
that I had to edit and get up. And uh, so the interview is up for the uh, patrons at the 20 and $10 level. Um, and then you guys, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., will get the interview roulette segment with John. And then Tuesday, uh, you'll get Tell Me a Story for Tell Me a Story Tuesday. Cool. You're on this shit, huh? I, I, yeah, I have a posting schedule now, so like... Yeah, I keep seeing the posts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went through and I reorganized my computer this week so I know where everything is and makes it faster. And I was able to, at the same time doing that, uh, build myself a posting schedule for the, the extra content and stuff like that. As always, the uh, fun size version of the podcast, or the fun size version of the radio show, and the Patreon version of the radio show uh, go up uh, tonight, actually. So when I'm done with the show, I go through, I make my edits, I make my cuts, and the patrons get it. And the fun size goes to all of the uh, podcasting platforms. So like Spotify, iTunes, uh, you know, everywhere you can get podcasts. Also, there's a, another cool place for podcasts that I've, I've found. It's called Good Pods. For those of you that are interested, it's kind of cool the way it's set up. It makes finding new podcasts fairly easy. So uh, go check it out. It's an app that you can download. Um, but uh, And then Sunday, the, the video fun size version goes up it takes me longer to do that one. well yeah because you got all the video yeah that makes sense but it works it's good i like it i realized you're getting content for me almost every single day of the week yeah something something is better than nothing yeah sometimes <laughs> dominated the, week. the cult has taken over the week i think we only have like one one two days how's it feel being so busy though it's something I mean, between driving me to work and your wife to work and doing Do you hear all me the complaining? stuff, the posting. What? Do you hear me complaining? No. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> if it does, I take a day off. Yeah. I sit and I play video games. Like See, I, Two weeks ago, you got that new Xbox. You're like, ah. <laughs> I'm taking a week off. Um, I've actually like found time to play as well in between all the stuff. Like this week, I've been playing uh, Fallout seventy six with uh, Hootis and Ollie. Uh, we were also playing Sea of Thieves with friends as well. It's it's actually brought me to one of the things that I wanted to talk about tonight. I in the the um, the promo for it, the the image that was put up, I I, I said managing fan fan expectations and. I think a lot of people took that to mean uh, that I, I I want the companies themselves, like Marvel, your video game companies and whatnot, to, to start managing fan expectations. But no, I actually mean the fans need to start managing their expectations. Uh, Bethesda pushed back Starfield and Redfall. And everyone got upset. Everyone started flipping shit that those two projects got pushed back. So, Starfield looks amazing. It does. And I get it. I get it. But they, we don't want another... Cyberpunk. Yes. That's exactly what yes. they said. Let them do what they gotta do. Right. And as a game player, as as someone who, who likes to enjoy it, video it, games... It will be so much more fulfilling... To just let them do what they gotta do. Do you want another cyberpunk? Right. <laughs> no. 
No, I'm okay. I understand that things like this, and you know, the the Marvel movies, you know, uh, anything, whether it's TV, movies, video games, and whatnot. Sometimes, if things get pushed or things happen where they don't release when you expect them to, it's fine. It's okay. So, like Elden Ring. It's huge, right? Mm-hmm. George R. R. Martin did a lot of the world building for them. He got them started. He like created a whole uh, background and history as a sequel to Dark Souls. And he did this years ago, where he set them up with like a great base, you know. And then their writers and fill in gaps. Yeah, they filled it in and took it from there. Or expand. And then as they were making um, additions to the game, they, they would like send him artwork and stuff. I just saw a TikTok um, that he did about it, and that was years ago, you know. But it's, it wasn't one of those games that was like, hey, we're going to release on this day. It just released. You know? Right. They hyped it up, sure. And it's solid. It's a really good game. Sure, there's some bugs. Every game has bugs. But that's the way it should be done. Right. You know? Once you start hyping it up too soon, you put too much pressure on the developers. Well, and the developers. And the coders and the artists and everybody. Everybody involved. The game wasn't quite ready yet. Yeah. I respect that. You're being honest with me. Even even what Star Citizen I think is another one of those like didn't really live up to ex- expectation. Yeah. Even though the the cult that it has the little cult following love the fucking game, and it's got a lot of cool stuff. Well, and it's frustrated me too because like this this unrealistic expectation has bled over. I'm seeing overlaps now. Um, Marvel fans, actually, people who watch Marvel movies, because I'm going to tell you what. I I don't honestly think any fan uh, would take this stance. But who knows? I could be wrong. Um, But there are people that are are bashing Marvel, saying that the movies require too much extra work now to get involved. They don't want them so interconnected. They want to be able to just jump in and out. And I'm like, stop watching the movies and shut up. Yeah, that's... that's, I don't want them to listen. That's a bullshit stance because 10 years ago, everybody was like, this doesn't have any fucking thing to do with it, blah, blah, blah. We need more. We need more. And now that they're doing it, and they're doing it well, you can't can't flip-flop on them. Well, I think what it is is, I guess, new people are finding the Marvel movies. That's what it is. And they're not comic fans and, and whatnot, but these movies aren't for you. Because the comics did that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've always been interconnected. Yep. But they're still solid movies, whether you know the lore or not, because I, I don't follow superhero stuff mm-hmm. like that at all. You know, I have friends that do, and they'll fill in the blanks for me. Besides the Avengers, they each stand alone. Yeah. They're still good movies to watch. Yeah. Captain America, Iron Man, they're, they're all standalone movies, even if you don't know what's going on. Yeah, well, I, I fell out of the, the superhero gig a while back. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, but I'm I, dug in. I still enjoy <laughs> watching them. I just don't seek them out, you know? I don't understand why these game companies tell them when they're going to release a game. Just wait until it's done and then release it. Quit talking about it yeah. until it's done. Or get it done to the where where you need it done and then start hyping it up. Well, because there there is... <clears throat> so monetary hype, expectation yeah the hype actually ends up fueling their budget mm. so basically by telling you okay so say someone was going to make a Star Wars game that was exactly everything that you could ever want in a Star Wars game okay just something that you would be very interested in um, in order to make that game a reality 
They have to talk about the game to generate the buzz so the investors can see how much interest is there in the game. If the, the interest is high in the game from the, the stuff that they release, then the investors pump more money into it because they know they're going to get a bigger return. So the investors are causing the problem by investing in something that they know nothing about. Sometimes they do know about it. Yeah. But well, they, still the the gener- <laughs> they, they still have to it's see the interest. It's a vicious little circle. Yeah. Yeah, they got to see that so, return on yeah. investment. Well, there you go. There's, there's not a lot that, that can be done, but like, like I said... You're paying to cause your own problem. Yeah. And the fans just need to learn to shut up sometimes. Like, yeah. Seriously. Sit down and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> shut up sometimes. I believe that the, the saying is, thanks for letting us know. <laughs> See ya when it fucking comes out. Yeah. We're still hyped about it. Well, the Doctor Strange movie is the one that the, everyone's getting mad at because they're like, well, I didn't know what was going on and they kept referencing all this stuff and I have no idea. You know, this is too hard of a movie to understand and I'm like, oh, it's okay, it's not for you. <laughs> it had zombies. <laughs> well, Marvel has zombies. See, now I haven't seen that. The new oh. Doctor Strange movie, but I want to. Hold on. Before we go too much further, we, we've been okay right up until this point. Spoilers. I'm going to say this now. Spoilers. 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 No spoilers. <laughs> Everything we're going to talk about, it's if you spoilers. haven't watched it, is, is going to probably be spoilers. Even if it's an old movie, it's a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to say spoilers for old movies. What's, what's, what's the gap? Like a year? Less than that now? I think. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like. The whole thing the first I remember back in the day, you know, like when the internet was still real young, uh-huh. spoilers was a huge thing. Yeah. You'd have to wait six months before you could, like, properly. I love Now this. everybody's, Star like, Wars same day. popular. You could come out from seeing it and spoil it for everybody waiting in line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was great fun. <laughs> Just a jerk. <laughs> Vader is his father. <laughs> exactly. Who would have guessed that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Great fun. But uh, it's just a matter, like I said, we need to, to learn to shut up sometimes. Um, <laughs> After the Clone Wars, I came out chanting, Yoda, Yoda. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Moon Knight. We're going to talk about She-Hulk. We're going to talk about the Orville. Uh, oh, Orville, I want to see that. Uh, a whole host of different things. I'm excited about the Orville. I'm excited for She-Hulk. Yeah, I I saw the trailer. She's a lawyer. Yeah, she's always been a lawyer. Yeah, yeah I know. and I I like too that they showed in it the you know, that uh, the the people that stepped in for Shield or whatever. I'm assuming is that who who's that is, and they're like, we want to set up a law division for superheroes, <laughs> yeah. and we want you to run it. <laughs> it's like a fire. Yeah, well, just open the door. Superheroes. <laughs> well, think about it though. I mean, all the property damage, all the fucking risk that the yeah. superheroes do take, and like, hey, liability. Cow. Yeah, um, it's good that there's a lawyer that's willing. to Good job. Out. Good job. <laughs> they got Daredevil. He's a lawyer. Yeah, but, okay, so Jennifer was always... And he showed up in Spider-Man, lawyer. right? Like, yeah. she yeah. she was predominantly the the one that took the, took on those cases. Yeah. So, uh, it should be interested to see, interesting to see that. I respect it. I know a lot of people are bitching that the, the CGI looks a little funny, and I'm thinking that the trailer that they showed, the CGI hadn't been completely finished yet, which right. would make sense. Um... 
and still, but I'm excited to see it. It's ten episodes that they're doing, and uh, you know Mark Ruffalo's in it. So are a lot of faces that you've seen before in sure, the Marvel. Sure, there'll be a bunch of cameos. Yeah, it's it's I I'm totally excited for it. Uh, tonight we actually have three new artists in the list. Uh, we have Breaking in a Sequence, Leave Me Be, Drama Scream with Sham, and The Scarlet Goodbye with Angel Dust. But, while I'm thinking of it, and we're talking of bands, I do want to let you know that Last, Last Call in Jonestown is uh, getting out and about. Uh, May 21st, which is tomorrow, they'll be at Simon's After Dark. Uh, in June 10th, they'll be at uh, Buzzbin Art and Music Shop. June 17th, uh, the Muse on the Main, and June 18th, they'll be at Mulligan's Pub. Very cool. Now, the thing with that is, the the one, uh, Simon's After Dark, that's in Allen Park, that's tomorrow night. The one June 10th, the Buzzbin Art and Music Shop, that's in uh, Northwest Canton, Ohio. And uh, the 17th show, the Muse on Main... That is in uh, West Main Street in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And the June 18th show is in Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan. So there's two out-of-state ones in there. So they they are gigging. Oh, yeah. They're, they're trying to get out and about. They've played everything that they can play around here, so they're trying to push outward a little bit. Absolutely. That's cool, though. Yeah, they're excited about it. And you get to meet all kinds of interesting people on the road. I mean, yeah, that's that's the fun. He knows all about that. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, is yeah. some of those interesting people. <laughs> know. I'm one of them interesting people everybody meets. <laughs> yeah, I was standing there. Some guy come up, just start talking to me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> he asked me and my son about an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did you hear that? No. Yeah, I, I pissed some guy off Saturday morning at five o'clock in the morning. I showed up at Dunkin' Donuts. I wanted some freaking donuts. Yeah. I walk into the Dunkin' Donuts, and there's a Indonesian guy standing there with a 12, 13-year-old son. And the guy's waiting on him, and he's got a dozen donuts sitting there, and the guy's working on another box. Well, the guy behind the counter kind of gave me a look like, hey, hey. Hmm? And I kind of was like, huh? And he filled that second box of donut, and he set it on the counter. And he started digging on the counter, and I looked, and he had a whole stack of donut boxes that were still folded. Yeah. And he he was getting another one ready. And I was like, damn, this guy's getting seven boxes of donuts. Oh. Uh, seven o'clock, in, uh, five o'clock in the morning. Right. He had seven dozen donuts on a Saturday morning. Him and a kid. Well, where is he going? You know, and my <laughs> mind was just spinning. Well, that guy got on about the fourth box of donuts, and the guy that was seeing the light, he looked back at me, and I said, I smiled real big, and I nodded, and I said, early morning AA meeting? <laughs> <laughs> and he got pissed. He was like, do you think that it is appropriate to talk like this? And I said, hey, take it easy. I said, father and son's moments come along all the time. I said, I'm sure his first AA meeting is important to you. Yeah. Oh, boy, he really didn't find that funny. <laughs> the kid laughed. The guy behind the counter laughed. Yeah. He got pissed. <laughs> so, yeah, 5.30 in the morning, I was being hollered at by a guy in broken English about <laughs> AA meetings and his 12-year-old son. 
Can't take you anywhere. No, no. How terrible. Once in a while I escape, but I seem to cause havoc everywhere I go. <laughs> I don't mean so to. So you're not just a shit starter at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they left, and the guy behind the counter was like, that was hilarious. Yeah. Well, he didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going into our first break. You're going to get uh, Breaking in Sequence, Leave Me Be, uh, and Angel Dustin. Or I'm, I'm sorry. Breaking in Sequence, Leave Me Be, Drama Squeen... Drama scream, fuck my mouth already not wanting to work, leave me be, and the Scarlet Goodbye, Angel Dust. You're listening to the Cult of Odd on tapdetroit.com, and we will be right back. Now it's time for our Patreon shout-out. Big thanks to Mr. Brown, C. Weezy, Bryce Rogers, Tiki, Justin Burnside, and Zaldor of Zaldor's World Podcast for becoming a patron. Welcome to our holy mother and the throne she sits upon, who have joined the cult of Ot Plus. We hope you enjoy our long, uncut and girthy episodes until you're fully satisfied and left shaking from laughter. For everyone else, you can join our Patreon too. Just head to patreon.com forward slash cult of what. Become a patron and reap the benefits today.
regular bar food and bar atmospheres? Yes! Do you long for a place that feels like home where you're treated as family and not just another customer? Yes! Yes! Then Big League Brews is the place for you. Their menu is the most extensive in all of Downriver. They have an excellent breakfast selection, and they're also well-known for their burgers and wings. But hey, if you don't want to believe just some guy on the radio, Big League Brews has been voted Best Sports Bar in Metro Detroit by Click on Detroit six years in a row. They have the friendliest staff and a wide array of cocktails and beers, 26 of them on draft, with new creations regularly. Yes! 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 And... If you're looking for work, Big League Brews offers the most competitive wages with great medical and dental and vision benefits and plenty of paid time off. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Big League Brews, located at 20428 Ecourse Road in Taylor, Michigan, or head to bigleaguebrews.com for more info. Big League Brews, go beyond ordinary. Eat and drink extraordinary.
Are you tired of incense that stinks? Motor City Candleworks is Metro Detroit's number one source for premium handmade incense, as well as hand sanitizer and now massage oil, with a wide array of scents inspired by Michigan cities and attractions. You're sure to find a fragrance that'll keep your love of the mitten burning all year round. Head to MotorCityCandleworks.com and order yours today. And make sure you find them on Facebook, too, for all of their upcoming sales and events. Motor City Candleworks. Michigan handmade scents that just make sense. That smell. The kind of smelly smell. Dinosaur story. We're back. Yeah. You know, like okay, years ago though, you never thought you could just get delivery weed. You know, like I know women always couldn't get their fucking dealers to deliver shit. 
But now you could just text one eight hundred. Bring me some dope. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. In the past, um, I have had people facilitators that were willing to deliver. They were few and far between. I've had a few and far. Yeah. Or on special occasions, you know, yeah. I call my I'll buddy. I'm like, had hey, some I'm of wasted. your few and fars. Yeah. Deliver for me a few times. Yep. I, I've done it, and you know it. How cool! <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm glad it's over. I don't miss the black market a bit. <laughs> yeah, too much stress. No more. Not now. No, no, no. I ain't got to do it at all. I, I mean, call no, for what I, I need. I mean, those people are still involved. You know. Yeah, they're just, now they're just selling their plants to the yep. fucking shop and stuff. Yeah, cool. it's the same kids. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Oh, what I missed. Um, okay, so <laughs> I got a chat joke. <laughs> no, actually, sort of. There was there was a private message. Okay, so <laughs> you know Knight, right? Knight? Knight? Moon Knight? Yeah. No, not Moon Knight yet. <laughs> We're getting there. Knight. I might. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Knight. DJ. Yeah. Um, so my friend Liz He's good. He's fucking good. sent me a picture of a new shirt that Knight is wearing. It's it's his. It says copy that on the back. Hell yes. Okay, so for those of you that don't know Knight, he's a great guy, fantastic DJ. He's usually spinning locally Friday and Saturday night. I had I so much fun when we went. Don't have the information right now. During the pandemic, Knight would spin in his garage just to to do it. Like he actually enjoys it. He's good at it. He's he's a good showman. He makes great mixes. You know. Uh, so we w- were uh, going over there towards the end of the pandemic after we got back we were helping him get set up because he wanted to do it on Twitch because he wasn't sure when the bars were going to reopen bars reopened he can start working again yada yada but while we were over there Knight has a quirk if you want to call it that. Yeah. I, I Okay. So I say, hey, buddy, buddy, and right on all the time. Yeah, but so you know Knight's not listening to you when he says, copy that. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledged. <laughs> I heard what you were saying. Wasn't listening. Heard what you were saying, Sorry, though. Didn't know what it was. It, it's funny because it, that's that's his his go-to. Like like Corey said, his is, hey, buddy, buddy. You know, when you're talking to Knight and you... you you know, tell him something or, or copy whatnot. That. Copy you that. Know he didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Good information. No, when when you invited me over there to set all that up, I did not know I was going to like a professional DJ's house. You know, and it was so much fun. They ordered pizza, had all kinds of drinks. I think uh, you said Liz was a bartender. Yeah. Um, she was really good at that too. Um, you know, which was dangerous because I'm an alcoholic, which I know she had got pre-warned, like, hey, Corey likes to drink. She was like, awesome. So I gave Knight some money for the pizza, and then I donated uh, into a tip jar for the drinks that I was going to have, and I had a blast the whole night. I was expecting, like, a brand new DJ, just, like, learning the ropes. No. <laughs> no. This motherfucker is good. This like, was a house party <laughs> in his garage. Yeah. That's why I wasn't expecting much. You know? Yeah, some guy in his garage. Yeah, and I had right. my mind blown. I've been to those like, parties. <laughs> wiki, he, wiki, wiki, wiki. <laughs> okay. And he had the like coolest group of friends too. You know, like they started just like rolling in as the night went on, and mm-hmm. oh man, I would yeah, like it's to the say, people that make the party. Mm-hmm. I would like to say that I don't think I've taken either one of you 
anywhere where you've had a bad time. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, I well, you take me to work. You asked me to. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. You asked me to. I'm a good friend. I don't agree with it, but I have to go to work. Right. Though. You know, like, and I have a good time there sometimes. Usually, uh, Tuesdays are, are my best days because uh, Banana's not there. But usually, if I come to you and say, hey, you want to go somewhere with me? And I don't give you a whole lot of details, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. yeah. I always ask, do we need the body bag? No. <laughs> I hate looking that thing around. Right. Yeah, because see... I'm saws are heavy. Right. With me, Ace, you've seen... Uh, 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 too much. To, Way too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to describe... The, I think it was the first thing that you, you went to me with, was that, that art show. Where we saw Dixon's violin and, oh, yeah. and the, yeah. the, you know, the other yeah, the tangent, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I think that was the first place you went with me, and your wife came along. And then after that, it was the pot party. Yeah, that was that was epic <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways. Uh, uh, bacon Cat and Kirk, it was great. Uh, bacon Fest was all hoot. There's a macaroni and cheese festival. Um, that sounds like it would give me horrible I, shits. I'm all for out and about. <laughs> I understand that, but come on. That was fun at Bacon Fest, fucking with people live. You know? I lo- I, I was pulling people out of the line. They were waiting in line to get their bacon and shit. And I was like, hey, I see you got a Led Zeppelin shirt. Come here. Nice. <laughs> come over there. You like Led Zeppelin, huh? Yeah, name a song. Uh... Stairway to heaven. Name another one. Uh, get, go get back in line. <laughs> All right. So uh, Liz just told me night is spinning at Sidelines tonight and tomorrow. Uh, Sidelines is on Warren Road in Westland. So I oh, mean, close. Very cool. cool. And tomorrow night you said? Yeah. Friday and Saturday. Same night. place. Yeah. Where was it? Sidelines. Warren Sidelines. Road in Westland. Man, okay. good on her. She's actively listening to us. No, she's not. Oh. No. no, but I am talking to her. Remember, That's I can fair. do like seven things at once here. No, I'm aware. I can do two. I can talk and smoke a cigarette. You do them well. <laughs> Thanks. You can hold an ashtray. You can do three things. Three. Wow, I better put this down before it breaks up. <laughs> as, long as, turn, as long as you don't turn off the system, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't touch me the first time. <laughs> Won't be the last. Uh, but no, and Corey, you, you've come along with me, uh, well, to tonight's garage. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. But that's the thing is... uh, I keep saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I met you at a a comic shop. Yeah. You know, officially, I guess. And then um, when I met you at Ed's house, I had so much fun at Ed's house. The watermelon story was at Ed's house. I know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was aware. So, like, when I saw you helping him move, I was like, what? (laughs) I met him at a garage sale. My yeah. garage sale. Nice. I was selling all my toys. I love garage sales. I really do, though. You find the coolest stuff. Yeah, he was trying to get rid of stuff, and he got it odd. I actually, yeah. uh, when I was with Shannon living in Garden City, was driving home one day, and I saw, like, a yard sale, you know? So I stopped, and I met... I had overheard, like, this woman's kid come out complaining about his computer, and I said, you know, I, I used to work in IT. If you want me to take a look at it, I don't, I don't mind, you know? As I'm browsing through all their old shit, getting ready to buy it, you know, and I bought some stuff. 
go look at his computer, helped him out. Uh, really cool people. Really cool, like hippie people, you know? Right. And I was like, I fucking love this place. Yeah. Fun thing and, to do while you're garage sailing is when you go up there and you look around and if you don't see nothing, as you walk past, just say, how much do you really want for the garage? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of garage sales up north, um, they don't have, they'll sell you things that they don't have out. You know, you always ask, <laughs> if you're up north, sale. always ask them about, hey, you got any guns for sale? They always have guns oh, yeah. for sale. What do you got in the back room? Yeah. <laughs> That's what how you, we got the dynamite that time. <laughs> blew up the shed. What do you like? <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> an accident, yeah. yeah. We, we uh, had a uh, M80 and a half a can of liquid glue that we taped to a fence, right? We were like, let's see what's going to happen. Not even thinking about how, like, there's woods behind said fence and just ivy and weeds growing up the fence. <laughs> and we lit this motherfucker in, in suburbia. <laughs> and it was boom. Boom! Right, <laughs> and we stood there in silence, just <gasps> as just napalm erupted everywhere, dude. And we we're all like, "Wow!" And then it kicked in that oh, we got to take care of the fire now. Like <laughs> <laughs> the, the women were watching in the house, and we're all like at the fence. That was the fastest run I've ever seen anybody do after they lit that. By the way. And so we get the fire out, and we're like, well, the cops are coming, so we're, we got to go, you know? <laughs> Hopped in the car and left. All right, so Corey didn't watch Moon Knight. I did he, not. He was not able to, but you and I have. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I, I want to say I liked their approach. That was the thing that I didn't understand about people upset about the horror element in Doctor Strange is because, like, Moon Knight kind of started that. Right. Um I like the idea that a superhero has uh, uh, a split personality disorder. Right. Well, I went into it blind. I didn't know nothing about Moon Knight. I had never heard anything about it. And I was looking, and I said, "What? what is this? And I watched the trailer, and when I saw, I don't know his name, the guy that played Poe Dameron. Oscar Isaac. Uh, Oscar Isaac. When I saw him, I was like, oh, well, I'll give this a chance. And as soon as I started watching it, and I started realizing he's got a split personality and then the Moon Knight character comes into play with it. There's like four people in one. I was like, this is a superhero with mental disabilities. <laughs> this is going to be great. So there's another show that actually has that. Um, uh, uh, Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah? Doom Patrol has a, a female character that has um, 30 or 40 different personalities. And each one have their own superpower. <laughs> That'd be a mess. That's yeah. wild. It is. Doom Patrol is like single most favorite comic book adaptation on TV because it is just straight bonkers. <laughs> like the storylines are <coughs> insane. There's one uh, episode where um, this guy named uh, uh, Flex. Yeah, he's he's like an old school superhero. From like the the forties or the fifties, <laughs> Flex Metallo, I think is his name. There, these are all DC characters, mind you. But Flex ends up coming in contact, if I'm not mistaken, with some sort of um, uh, spore or mole <laughs> that <laughs> makes everyone around him super aroused. And when he uses his power, like strength and everything, it amplifies it like ten times worse. 
There, there is a scene where you're basically coming into the scene. Yeah, I bet as you are. They're, 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 you're coming into the scene as they're coming. <laughs> like, I just feel like mold, the, the spores and mold or not, it, that's going to work on a lot of people. Yeah. It's just straight bonkers. There's, there's a character who is a street. <clears throat> Wait, just a, a road? Just like a road? It's <laughs> <laughs> more like an alleyway, but yeah, he's a, he's a street. Right. This sounds like just like the writers needed an excuse the to do something and said, well, this person has 57 personalities and 57 different powers. Well, so Doom Patrol was always Doom Patrol was always the weirdo fucking stories in the comics, too. Uh, the, Could be great. Is that the one episode you showed me? Was that Doom Patrol uh, with the bird guy? Possibly John Cena. <laughs> Not the guy that did. No, I'm sorry. Well, that's uh, <laughs> what, uh, yeah. John Cena's was uh, his character from Suicide Squad. Fuck, I can't think of his name. The Eagle. Yeah, no that 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 was not Doom Patrol. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Doom Patrol is on HBO Max, though. Okay. Uh, I think three seasons? Because, yeah, I've, I've been on... I've actually started using my HBO more recently than I have since I started paying for it a year ago. Yeah. You know? I've been watching, like, Tokyo Vice and stuff. But, yeah, Doom Patrol is just fucking nuts. Don't expect to understand anything. Just go into it and take the ride. Sure. Yeah, um, and that's kind of how I felt with Moon Knight, though. Is because like I, I like you was unsure of the character, right. and I'm telling you, they got to episode six, and I kind of think I know what was going on. Yeah, but for know. most of it, you're just like, what? What? Yeah, when what? the hip, when the hippo showed up, I was really scratching my head. <laughs> well, it's all a lot of Egyptian lore. Or right, but yeah, I wasn't expecting a talking hippo. So That's like I've, I've heard mixed reviews about Moon Knight, you know, like some people loved it, some people hated it. Go in and expect which I nothing. obviously is going to be any anything that comes out. But yeah, with Moon Knight, it's very much take the ride. So I'm glad yeah. to hear that you guys both liked it because you guys have similar tastes. You know what else was take the ride for me today? Was that Chip and Dale the Rescue Rangers? I saw you posted, and I went, "I'm not watching that." <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. But you would probably enjoy it. Yeah. So he told me the other day that he was going to put it on to support home releases because obviously we should support home releases. Yeah. Fuck theaters. As a guy who supplies all popcorn oh, yeah, and syrup to theaters I was, or work. He's right. I was originally going to turn it on because Ollie had to go in er, super early today. I was originally going to turn it on and go to sleep. Just let it run to support the home release. And I ended up grabbing breakfast on my way home. So I turned it on and I sat there and I ate my breakfast. And, and got hooked. I got ten minutes in and went, this is actually kind of good. It makes fun of itself the whole way through. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Tug in cheek all yeah, the way. Yeah, it's got a lot of the sass that Roger Rabbit had. Oh, that would be, well, now I want I love Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It, I thought that was a great movie. Yeah. It didn't take itself too seriously. It was very aware of itself and every joke that it was telling in it, um, Again, like I said, spoilers. There, there's there's one point where uh, Chip ends up saying, you know, it's, I think it's ridiculous when they drag out old cartoon characters and make them rap. Uh, and then they break into a rap? About ten minutes later, they're forced to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it, like I said, it, it was very aware of itself. And John Mulaney and Andy Samberg as Chip and Dale, I wasn't on board with in the beginning. But after watching it and, and what they put forth, yeah, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, totally worth at least one watch. I'm, I'm a fan of uh, Andy Samberg, so. Yeah. I don't know who John Mulaney is, not offhand. I'm, you, I'm sure I would recognize yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> His voice alone. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, Moon Knight took you on just this weird trip through, like, internal psyche, Egyptian lore, and the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And some of the scenes were just stunning. Oh, they was done really well. Uh, really well. My two favorites are the one where Kanchu and Moon Knight spin the earth. Actually, it was the Mr. stars. Knight, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, spinning the stars. Yeah. That was a, a beautifully shot scene. Yeah. I was impressed with a lot of it, but I think what really stuck in my mind was the talking hippo. Mm. What an excellent job they did of that. <laughs> yeah, because it didn't look like Katy Valley. Like, it, it looked... Like a talking hippo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you would think a hippo would talk. <laughs> I don't know. It just worked. <laughs> I'll buy that. Yeah, I was like, I was into it. I That's one like, of those yeah. fucking stutter moments. Just yeah, go talking hippo, go. <laughs> and then the talk. giant, uh, the alligator fight and Conchu. Yeah, yep. Uh, but the the other scene that I really enjoyed is like when they showed the ship on the sea of sand. Mm-hmm. The the story that they put forth was different than anything else that we've seen so far. The story wasn't super strong, but it was interesting. But yeah, it was well done. That's the whole thing. It was well done. They did things different. It's interesting that they made Steven just a a shopkeep, essentially. Like, he worked in a shop. Because originally, in the comics, Steven was a lot better off than just punching a clock, selling knickknacks. Um... Mark Spector, uh, though, the, the other personality, uh, was done pretty well, like, from from what I understand in the comics. Um, yeah, um, what was the actor's name again? Oscar Isaac. Oscar. He did a great job of portraying all of them. Oh, yeah. My man, <coughs> Wynn, is, is playing three different characters, essentially. Yeah. Three. Three. Yeah. Three. But yeah, and but when you're an actor and you can distinctly create a character that is completely different than the other and can flop back and forth between them mm. without costume change, you know, basically the same clothes. Yeah. But de- definitely have it. Oh, that's that guy, and immediately know. Yeah. Oh, that's the other one. Well, because um, uh, Stephen Grant had the British accent. And Mark it was the facial features, though. His face even changed. He didn't have to say anything. When he was Steven, he he looked more like Poe Dameron. And when he was the other guy, forget his name, he looked weak and, and mild. Yeah. And it was weird. So Mark would have looked more like Poe Dameron to you. And then Steven... Steven now looked like Poe Dameron because he was the more superhero guy. No, that... that, that they got was, him backwards? Yeah. Okay. Steven was the, the weak kind of... He was super right. smart, but he wasn't very but physically strong. But the actor did both parts. Excellent. Yeah. And then the, the reveal towards the end, and like I said, spoilers, uh, Jake Lockley, the last 
personality. Right. And I like how... I like the arguments in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Um, the the uh, director had said that Jake has been there from episode one, and I figured as much, because when they revealed it at the end, I was like, okay, that makes sense. So when Mark and Steve... Steven blackout. Jake is in charge, and Jake is really fucking violent. Yep. Uh, Mark can hold his own in a fight. Steven's learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it even had shades of like Venom almost. Yeah, the tongue in cheek part of it. I'm interested to see what Jake Lockley's Moon Knight would look like. Yeah, like I said, I had never even heard of Moon Knight. I didn't know nothing about Moon Knight. I didn't even know there was a comic. Yeah, and no, I, said, I, I never heard this? of it either. I watched the trailer and I said, Poe Dameron from Star Wars. I'll watch this. Hooked. <laughs> First <laughs> episode. Yeah. Huh? And yeah. then went watch Star Wars. Yeah, and then I went watch Book of Boba Fett again. Which I am excited for Obi-Wan. Me too. I can't wait. I, I am excited to see where the story goes. I've been reading a little bit here and there about it. A lot of these critics are, are like, oh, it's this, it's that, it's the other. Oh, well, let's wait and see. Don't listen to the critics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't know. They have an idea, but they don't know. They were more than likely comp the ticket to go see the movie, and they're still bitching about it. I've always been a fan of, I'll be the decider of that. Yeah. You know, when I read a review or anything like that, I'll yeah. be the judge of that. I'll make that up my own decision. Usually the stuff everybody bashes is stuff I like. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's even that from like shows to se- people, uh, this, uh, the uh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> that was me with eight. I saw uh, Star Wars Episode Eight, and I actually enjoyed it. Everybody was pissed about it. And I was like, oh, "It's not that bad, guys." <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, "I was at the end of eight, going, what happened? The seven was decent. It was strong. It held its own." I was like, I like where this is going, and then I went and seen eight, and it was like, what the, what, what just, what, wait a minute. <laughs> and I think, honestly, that was part of my enjoyment, that it pissed all of the Star Wars fans oh, off. Yeah. I don't think I've seen eight. Oh, shoot, don't bother. <laughs> I don't see nine, neither. It sucks, too, and we're going to write that shit the, out The of last one I saw was when they introduced Ray. Yeah, the first one, The Force Awakens. Is that seven? That, you can leave that one stuck on the end. It worked, and I don't much care that they killed Han Solo in it, but, you know, whatever. But eight and nine sucked. Had nothing to do with any of the rest of them. Right. Pointless. The the gripes my my friend base have always had with Star Wars is the direction they've chosen to go with it being... The, I mean, um, Disney was given the golden goose, and what they do? They plucked it and cooked it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the idiots. They're making it their own. They're, they fucked it all up, is what they did. Nah, the shows are kind of fixing things. <sighs> we'll see, that's yet to be seen. we got to wait for Ahsoka Tano. Have you enjoyed the show so far? Yes, I have thoroughly enjoyed watching anything that is Star Wars, yes. <laughs> Like, even the ones I, I like hate, watching I still Buck enjoy. Rogers too, but it doesn't make it good. <laughs> All that matters is if you enjoyed it, it's good. You don't enjoy bad things, do you? Yeah, the eight and nine. I yeah, do. They were somewhat enjoyable, and they sucked. How were they enjoyable then? They was Star Wars. <laughs> there were Star Wars characters, ships, planes, monster things. Yes. 
You heard that here, ladies and gentlemen. You can take a shit in his bed, but as long as it says Star Wars on it, he'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's enjoyable. It's an enjoyable turd, but there she is. <laughs> <laughs> so lifelike. Um, but no, with Obi-Wan, I mean, it, with the time period that it, it seems to be set in, it's, it's going to be interesting how they fill in gaps and, and whatnot. I, I mean... I want to know how much Star Wars can keep going back before they have to move on. It sounds like, from what's being said from Disney, is that they are now moving on from the Skywalker saga. I don't know. As soon as I was all for Obi Wan, and then I heard Darth Vader was going to be in it, and I was all for that, and then I heard Darth Vader and Ben was going to have another fight, and as soon as I heard that. It jumped back to eight and nine, where they changed canon by switching Palpatine's raised grandfather and all this bullshit, and it changed the original movies because of what they did here. Mm. And now I see it coming again because in Star Wars, when he met Obi Wan, he said, "When we last we met, I was yet the learner, and you were the master. Now I am the master, or something to that effect." Right. So it was like they hadn't never met since the Clone Wars. So now all of a sudden there's going to be another fight where Darth Vader is a master of Sith and Ben is a hiding Jedi. Now that's changing canon again. I got me gun shy. <laughs> is it changing canon or just interpreting well, we don't what know they yet. said? We don't know yet. That's what's yet to be seen. And then we can't find out if they're going to fix 8 and 9 until Ahsoka Tano comes out next year. <laughs> Making you wait. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling they you. They got to tease you. I just, just want Ahsoka Tano to come out tomorrow. Right. Tonight would be fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> you get Obi-Wan in a couple of days. Yeah, I know. Like I said, they got me gun-shy on it now. But I'll watch it. It could be one of them Star Wars turd. <laughs> it's a turd, but it's Star Wars. Uh, a solo movie, perfect example. It was an all right movie, but it was Star Wars. Yeah, you know, again, I say this not as a, a fan of Star Wars, but someone who casually enjoys the movies and, and talking about it with friends. I don't know a lot about Star Wars. Nothing gets retained. Because you don't care. I'm not as the Force is not with you. <laughs> I'm not like a super fan of anything. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I don't watch know. a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I'm I, a fan, not but a not a super fan. fan. No, I don't I'm, go just in conventions or nothing. I, I, well, that's fun. I went to Yumicon twice. I haven't dressed up yet. Yeah. The next time I go, I'm more a super fan of genres. Sure. Than specific movies or movie series in general. Right. Well, I can take uh, on I that like title because I love sci-fi. Yeah, you like know? you can talk about sci-fi all day long. Like I, I can do genres. I can do the horror genre. I'm good on the superhero genre. You know things like that. But yeah. Star Wars had me at ten years old when I sat down and that fucking giant ship flew over my head on the screen, shooting at the other ship. I was hooked. After that, it oh, was yeah. over. <laughs> you know what is my Star Wars though, essentially. Back to the Future. Great, great set of Dude, movies. Yeah, I grew up watching those too. Yeah, those but, were great. Like I like, I I went the the Star Wars route. Like I deep dove like into backstories and stuff, like the history of the movie and, and whatnot. I went out when they released. Uh, it was a few years ago. I, I want to say it was the thirtieth anniversary of the movie. Right. Um, and they they had all three of them in a, a nice little Blu-ray set and whatnot. I've still got it. 
Uh, but there's tons of behind the scenes stuff and, and like documentaries and things like that. Like uh, Back to the Future is like by far my Star Wars because like I, I know a lot about right it. time frame. Yeah. Yeah, well, my brother and I didn't like character development, like delve into it like that. But we did a lot of hypotheticals, like, well, if he went into the future, technically isn't he gone for the next twenty years? You know, so, and then we started branching into timeline theories and uh, time travel. You know, which was always fun. Well, yeah, because you can leave and be back the a same minute later. Yeah. Well, you can easily come back before you've left. Yeah. Marty but it, it begs the question then, like, how have you actually changed history? You know, like, in terms of the future, I understand when they went to the past how they could change it. Well, but just like on uh, Back to the Future, when he went into the future, into the past, he ran over the Twin Pine, he ran over one of the two, twi- and then the sign changed. You know, <laughs> Lone Pine. Lone Pine, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's the other thing, too, is, like, that movie was one of the, the first real incidences for me like they they were they were world building there you know because like there's stuff that they mention in one that pays off in three Mm -hmm. right you know (laughs) it's like and there was no guarantee back then that a movie was going to get a series yeah but the story was probably longer than the first movie yeah if i'm not mistaken i believe they shot either one and two Two and three. It was two and three. They shot two and three back to back. Yes. Yep. All together. Yep. And there, there are things that they had intended. Like this was, this was the the run they had in, intended when they they came up with the story. Because like I said, there are things there in one that pay off in three, and it wasn't like they they were working hard to put it there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just part of the story. Yeah. Um, I always had wished for more movies. Honestly, I it works as a trilogy. It works as a, a a good capsule. Yeah. But because I enjoyed the characters and I enjoyed the world that they had built, I always had wanted more. Yeah. I watched, you don't want it to end. But no. Yeah. Sometimes things have to end. I know. To be as good as they are. I watched the cartoon too, and uh, I I enjoyed the the Back to the Future cartoon. I played the video game. I love the Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first horror movie? Mine was A Nightmare on Elm Street. I think... See, I was sheltered. And I think the first horror movie that I ever saw was the original. It came from outer space, The Thing, The Vegetable Guy. Okay. I think that yeah. was the first horror movie I ever saw. Showing your age. No. <laughs> My first horror movie doesn't qualify technically as a horror movie. And it, it, for either one that you want to say. Because it depends on... on what you define as horror. My first horror movie was either um, Teen Wolf, which it was one of the first movies that I'd seen with horror that elements. Count. Hold on, this the reason I'm, I'm thinking that is like the, it was the first movie that I was shown as a child that had any horror elements to it, mm-hmm. and a werewolf is a horror element. Sure, the other one would be sci-fi. It was uh, them. Oh, with uh, Roddy? Yeah, and the ants. So that's... But they, they, they kind of... Uh, Teen Wolf was horror comedy, and them... Well, the was, ants was old black and white. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Day the Earth Stood Still, that was a lot of the stuff that I enjoyed. 
when I was younger. Yeah. Um, the only clear memory I have of a horror movie would be for like the child's play movies because I had a My Buddy doll. Mm-hmm. And my mom said after I saw the Child's Play movies, every night I chucked that fucking My Buddy doll out of my room. (laughs) The first horror movie I ever sought out myself and actively looked for was we got a VHS player. Uh And my parents went away for the weekend. I was probably like 14, 15. Right. And I went up to the video store and I said, where's the Friday the 13th? (laughs) And I, I got the first three and watched all three of them. Hell yeah. Yeah, I I can't. I can't trace back to what my first actual horror movie would be. Yeah. The the first one I remember, I mean there might have been others, but the first one I remember is a Nightmare on Elm Street. And that's like that that's a scary. weird first Freddy Krueger one, you know. And yeah. I was like there's a lot of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, mom liked horror. Uh-huh. Mom got it from my great grandmother. My great grandmother is uh, re- my great grandmother and my mother are both responsible for my love of the horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh Great grandma liked reading Dean Koontz and Stephen King, and my mom loved Stephen King. And so uh, I saw all the, the old movies. What? Nothing. I just I was just thinking the very first, it might have not been that movie. It might have been Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein and Dracula. That might have been my first exposure to horror. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that's that's what I, I that's why I'm like Teen Wolf because I can track that back to that being like the first horror, horror element. element. Yeah, because Abbott, I didn't find it scary. It was funny to me because it was Abbott and Costello. Mm-hmm. But I bet you that was the first horror I saw. I mean, when it comes to like reading, though, you talked about your mom being real big into books. I was always a fantasy kid, still am, yeah. you know, but like... High know, fantasy, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like to read sci-fi. I like to watch sci-fi. I've tried to read sci-fi. I've gotten great recommendations. I bought the books. Just going to get into it. You know, um, have you tried listening to sci-fi? Yeah, so when I was at Comerica... No, I haven't tried listening to it. But I did get into audiobooks um, at Comerica. Because it was dope. I could work and listen to books. It was a slick little segue well, right okay. there. Well, okay. Does Dune count? <laughs> you let him right down the path. Dune counts, Dangle right? Yeah. 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 I can read and listen to Dune. <laughs> I re-listen to Dune and re-read Dune often, actually. On audio? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Cult of is partnered with uh, Audible now. Oh, really? Yeah. That's huge. So, uh... Anyone that wants to can get uh, uh, 30 days free if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash cultivar. Um, and it's fourteen ninety nine a month after that. But I'm going to tell you right now, I use Audible myself um, when I'm not working on any audio or video. When I'm, I'm writing or I'm doing other prep for the show, like graphic design and stuff like that, I have usually an audio book going. It's so mm. worth it. Mm. It is. And, and a lot of them are really well done, too. Like, most people like audiobook. I really want to listen to someone drone on like this while they... No. No, they... they They're they, storytellers. Yeah, they are very much storytellers. And, and some of them even have, like, sound effects and stuff to go along with it. Yeah. You and know. a month is a long time. Yeah, 30 days. And I so believe... You when get, you become a member on that, uh, you get, like, a token where you get one free audiobook every, every month. month. Yep. Which is dope for 15 bucks. Right. You know? That's... 
totally yeah. worth it. My go. cousin used to cancel his subscription, resubscribe, right, and get a free token. <laughs> and like, and he literally talked to a customer service rep and was like, "So if I cancel and then resubscribe and give you guys fifteen bucks, it's I like get another token." And they were like, "Yeah, you get another token." <laughs> and he kept doing that for a long time. <laughs> But he's still giving him fifteen bucks. Yeah, instead of the thirty or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, he had, it's fourteen ninety nine a month, and you get that free token. He had worked out some sort of system that he was saving fifteen <clears> bucks. <throat> it was interesting to hear about. But I, I just did the one a month and uh, really enjoyed it. Um, Fantasy Island, I, uh, I think it was Rourke. He does one of the voices in Dune on the audible. I wasn't sure if you were done. No. <laughs> oh, you're not done or no? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so uh, we, we urge everyone to go sign up for Audible and get your 30 days free. I'm, I'm telling you, you will not be uh, sorry you did so. Uh, it is actually really fun. Uh, I have, uh, what is the, the book? Uh, the book I have is called The Dirty Job. It's written by an author named Christopher Moore. Um, and it's read by... You can't remember the actor's name, but you remember, um, and I think most of you might actually remember too. Do you guys remember the Super Mario Brothers movie? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so it's written by, there we are. It's written by the guy that played um, one of the, the Koopa goons. Uh-huh. Okay. The, uh, I'm trying to think. I know, like, a lot of people, people hated that movie, people but guy. I liked it. No, no, I... I, 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 I I've never I seen did. that movie. Really? I thought... You've never seen the Super Mario movie? I don't think so. All right, in had, terms of, remember. like, the game and stuff, I understand why people hated the movie, but, like, in terms of, like, the, um... Just the <laughs> amount of work fun. that people... That, that, <coughs> just, like, from the fucking moss and the ambiance of the movie, I truly enjoyed it. It is it a fun really movie. Good. See, I never got into the game. No? No. Uh, the uh, actor's name is Fisher Stevens. Ah. And uh, I'm, I'm not sure if that name will do too much to help. He's the one that reads it? Yeah. He's got this warm kind of raspy voice, and it just it works. The The story is about uh, a Grim Reaper. Uh, it's a love story. Hey, but you can't just kind of. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I have that one and the, the second one that goes along with it. Um uh, and he reads, uh, I think he reads both of them. He he actually reads uh, a couple of other Christopher Moore books as well. But like you said, it, it's so helpful because, you know, I love to read. Um, I have tons and tons of books. I, I enjoyed reading. Um, but I, you, as you said, like, how, how do you how do you feel being always busy? Right. Um, it's I, great to be able to multitask like that. Yeah, I, I don't have the option to sit and read a book anymore. I, 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 I just will don't say have I, re- time. I retain more of the storyline uh, when I physically read it versus yeah. listening to it. Um, so, like, I, I like the option of Audible. Um, and it, it's great if I'm doing something and need to stay busy. But if I really got to get into a book, I want to read it. I do. All right, but I, I think they pair up really well with Kindle, the Audible thing. Yeah. And I think you can get the physical copy, too, at a discounted rate. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for you if you're listening to the fun size version. That's it. That's it. That's all they get. Unless they go and join up for our Patreon. 
You can go to patreon.com forward slash cultivad and join today. $5 gets you access to all of our episodes in their entirety, the full three hours each. Uh, past, present, and future, as long as you stay signed up. Um, there are other tiers where you get other goodies. Uh, you'll get the full episode. You'll get a uh, coupon code from MotorCityCandleworks.com, and you get our undying love and our gratitude. Oh, and Men- a shout-out. Yeah, mentioned in the show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You get shouted out at the uh, first break there. I'm C. Wheezy. That's because I breathe heavy. <laughs> 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 And like I said, I got Mr. Brown in proper this time. I didn't forget. But uh, Good on you. <laughs> honestly, yeah, like our, our Patreon, look, the, the Patreon helps me keep things going and keep doing new and different stuff. You know, it's, it's you can't manifest nothing out keep of thin air. a blinking red. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it helps just keep the show getting better and better and bring us being able to bring you different stuff. It's about supporting small business for me. Yeah. That too. Because in turn we support other small businesses. Oh, I uh, know. And like, stump grinders. <laughs> hey, that stump grinder did a good job. I, I wasn't I wasn't questioning him. <laughs> I got <laughs> a I got a nice dirt circle now. Oh, yeah, that stump grinder. <laughs> Um, but that's why we, we spoke to John Hoffman of Fusion Marketing as well. Is right. It's a local business, and he's been doing it for 10 years. Mm. Um, he does great work. Um, I like the guy. He's, mm. he's, he's super cool. I've been able to go to him a couple of times with questions that I've had. Like, I've been on the right track, but just kind of needed a nudge somewhere. Mm. Like, I wasn't understanding something. Yeah, what advice. I like about our city, it's all local. Yeah. yeah. I worked at a printer company that was local that also supported a lot of small businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to give them great deals on, like, proper printers, you know, that you would see in an office. Well, and also you have uh, Lucky's Gourmet Subs here. Oh, that, is, that place is so good. Yeah. Uh, it's in Wayne on Wayne Road, uh, just past Annapolis. We missed each other by an hour today. We did. <laughs> <laughs> You two both go in there? I yeah. feel left out. Now yeah. I'm going to have to go. Yeah, you're going to have to. They'll be closed when you leave. <laughs> oh, well. Unfortunately. Where is it? It's, uh, you know you know where Seven Star is, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's where... Attached like to the nose used to be. What was it called? It's Lucky's Gourmet Lucky. Subs and Fries. Lucky's Gourmet Subs and Fries. I'm going to tell you what, I have man. to write that down. When they say Gourmet Subs... They're not playing? Uh, yeah, and Ooh. fries. Okay, so they have a lobster mac and cheese fry. Ooh. I yeah. was going to get that today, and I got the chili cheese fries instead. Oh, the chili cheese fries are a solid choice, though, from the... They were. Yeah. They they also have... Uh, they got bu- a French dip, do they? I don't know. They have a question. buffalo chicken fries as well. I was looking at a, that. I'm on a French dip mission. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a solid choice, though. Oh, I just stumbled across French dips about two years ago. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, today on our way home... Um, I had uh, Ali and I were talking about what's for dinner, and I was like, you know what I really want? BLTs. Ooh. Okay, so the weather has turned warm. I don't want heavy food. I don't, I don't want anything that I have to turn the oven on for. I barely want to turn on the stove. And so that means a lot of, like, chicken salad and, and yep. you know, uh, pasta salad, sandwich and a, something to drink. Yeah. Right? And, like, 
I like that bright and fresh taste, and I, I can't get it all fucking winter. It's yeah. just it's just a slog of heavy and bready. It's weird and, because in the winter I don't want salads. Summertime hits, I want a salad. Yeah, as soon as the weather turns warm, yeah, like I, I want strange. I want my veggies. Everybody talks about soups in the winter, which solid choice. Fuck but soup. I've always been a summertime soup guy. It okay. hydrates you. It's like not soup. heavy, like you said. You know, it's I, good. I just never think soup. I do. I had a good onion soup up there at the Avenue. They've changed. It's expensive. Oh, the food is so good. Man, is yeah. it good. It's not a party bar anymore. No, it's not. It's a fancy it's, restaurant. It's a fancy restaurant yeah. with nice drinks, too. But and they don't have any Kino, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it's it's a tad on the expensive side, but well worth the money. It's a good place to take a date. They have a really good Ace Pineapple beer. Mm. It's a cider. I don't care for the beer. Oh, it's but so I, good. I had a, forgot what I had. I don't know, but it was good. <laughs> yeah. I sent out a picture of a, a sour that I got from there, and he was like, "Is that juice?" Yeah. And I was like, "Sort." I had no idea where you were. <laughs> yeah, and like I just see a picture of a glass, and it, okay. I cool. always get the uh, the macaroni and cheese with jalapenos and bacon oh, from good. there. Oh my god! I don't go out. I don't get out. I don't go to places. I just don't. I just stay at my house and I do my thing. And well, I was out and about with the wife, and she was like. I'm hungry. I want to sit down somewhere. And I was like, that's fine. And we ended up, because we wasn't around here, uh-huh. up by Flint, found an Applebee's. So we went in to Applebee's. You were eating good this in the neighborhood. new to me. I've, I've never been to an Applebee's before. We went in there, and they had a thing on the table that said blue drinks or red drinks, five bucks. Yeah. I put down some blue drinks. Man. <laughs> I like the blue drinks. Yeah. They have really good lemonade. So, uh, but the reason I brought up Lucky's is because they are supporting us as well. Uh, oh, they bought a sticker, right? They bought two stickers and a poster. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. And uh, I, I believe he's going to hang the poster in the shop, is from what he said. That guy and his brother are really cool. The owner of the shop, uh, his brother owns uh, Seven Star now too. Oh uh, yeah. If he hangs it up, you just sign it for him. Yeah, absolutely. I probably will. I shouldn't because I have terrible handwriting. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That makes it that much more better. I need to drag you up there one day because he does listen. He yeah. he, he knows. Yeah, he knows I the just cast show up. He, he don't know what I look. Well, I wouldn't suspect he knows what no. I look like. I just go up and order something. See see if he goes. You sound familiar. <laughs> I I uh, brought up the podcast and he was like, "Oh shit, fucking Chris is so kind," you know, because I was like, "I actually heard about this because a guy I do a podcast with." And he was like, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> I got a big mouth. He's odd. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I, I, I got a big mouth. And when I find something, look, I've always supported small business. I've always supported local business. And when I find something that is a good product run by good people, then I feel that everyone should know about it because they deserve the business. Like McDonald's. I, whatever I know, there's good people probably working at McDonald's, but I'm I'm much Corporate. more small. Yeah, small business. Mm-hmm. That that's why I want. You, know, I, you can get blue drinks to go. <laughs> you can get anything to go if it fits in the styrofoam container. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't have a, it didn't have no place for your straw that's, though. That, you know, it sticks right through the styrofoam <laughs> container. <laughs> I'm I love the you. fact that I could walk out with an alcoholic drink, but there's yeah. no hole for the straw. 
to grown-up Capri Sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you used all to right. not be able to get alcohol to go, but then COVID really fixed that for all of us alcoholics. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> all right, so what I hope plays is Last Call in Jonestown Circus Song, The Chinchillionaire's Echo Chamber, and Rev, Rev Theory Live to Die and Oleo's Sugar Daddy Sugar Mama. There's also supposed to be a couple of commercials. Things have been going weird tonight, and I'm going to have some fun when I have to go back and edit this, because I'm going to have to make sure that everything gets in that's supposed to. The weirder, the better, bud. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see you after the break. Uh, I don't know how long that may be. I, I may be back a lot faster than I intended. Yes. And we're live. We'll see. <laughs> it's been a fun show tonight. It's been weird. All right, we'll be right back.